0: Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and changemakers. I often get asked how I keep coming up with ideas for Getting Work to Work. I usually talk about the continual search as I read books, watch films, and listen to music. But what I don't talk about enough are the occasional moments when nothing is there. Today is one of those moments. Every idea that pops up gets vetoed by some vicious part of my brain. But the one idea that got through was what I needed. Remember that one episode you wrote last year and never recorded? Originally written in August of 2022 and inspired by a show on Disney Plus about industrial light and magic, today's episode is what I needed to hear. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at GWTW.co 664. I have always been fascinated with special effects, so when I saw a documentary series on Disney Plus called Light and Magic, I was in. And the first episode did not disappoint. It chronicled the early years of creating special effects, and how the first artists were fascinated with machines, planes, and cars. And what was so interesting was they were living fiercely in the real world in order to create a never-before-seen world of their collective imagination. The early creators of industrial light and magic relied upon a tactile, hands-on approach, When they were creating speed, they felt speed because they were flying these planes, they were driving these cars, and they were able to create and transform the world of cinema through a focus and fascination with the real world of physics, model making, construction, reality, all in in service of creating a world of their imagination. There's so much about our current creative world that feels separate from reality. Perhaps it's because the real world feels, for lack of a better word, real. There's so much pain and suffering, hopelessness. So why not escape into a world of our imagination and let the bots and artificial intelligence render a new way of seeing so we don't have to think about the crumbling world within and around us? a whole new drug. But I digress. As I think about Light & Magic, I realized I never finished the series, let alone that first episode, because I was so taken by the fact that those early artists of ILM were living such unreal lives so that they could create the unimaginable. They were living to create, not just creating to live. And that's a huge shift from where I find myself today and so many others. So many of us are merely creating to live. We create to pay our bills, to put food on the table. There's nothing wrong with that. But over time, we get beaten down and forget to live to create, to step away from one part of reality into another, which ultimately fuels our creativity, our imagination. And if we forget to live, we merely exist and lack the ability to disrupt. Because the interesting thing was not only were those early artists of ILM living to create, they were living to disrupt. They were disrupting an entire industry. And I think the more you're connected to reality, the more you see where you can make real and lasting change. And that begins with our own lives. I've been thinking a lot about my early intentions with my work. Maybe you can relate. When I first headed off on the creative journey, I believed that my work could change the world. I wanted it to. But as life happened and decisions were made and consequences were dealt, I became disillusioned to what I thought creativity could do. I lost the desire to disrupt and instead became addicted to playing it safe and creating for applause. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of disruption. As I think about living to disrupt, disruption of my life today is a lot different than when I started. It requires me to connect to reality, yes, but also to connect deep within to my own thoughts and feelings. To push away from those feelings that will hold me down and step toward those emotions and thoughts that will lift me up. It's funny to think that our own thoughts and feelings are reality. They can be. But I think it's more about listening and trusting our intuition. And to me, that's where disruption is found. Slowing down or even stopping long enough to hear from that small voice inside that says, you know what would be a good idea? And then you move toward it. Lately, I've been hearing, you don't need to change the world. Just create and share from an authentic place, because that's all you can do. Now, that is a disruptive thought. As you trust your intuition, as you listen for those disruptive thoughts, you can then live to know what's next. The more in touch you are with the real world and your thoughts and feelings, the more you recognize what truly matters. For myself, I'm less interested in social media and the online world as a place to live in. Sure, I love the web as a documentary of the life I'm living, but it should never replace the life I'm actually living, (laughs) and the life I desire to live. I'm just tired of the community built around technology, demographics, keywords, division, bots, artificial intelligence… Dumbass billionaires thinking that they know what's best for me. Because in the real world, beyond our screens, you can look people in the eye, see them for the human that they are, and know whether you really want to associate with them or not based upon an actual conversation. The thing about the digital world is you can get a lot of ideas from it, but you can't really see the impact of what you do until you're with people. Sure, you can measure with every metric possible, but there's something powerful and magical to hear an audible gasp when you read your story to a small crowd. And that gasp, that laughter, that collective response is worth more than the cheap dopamine rush on the digital dashboard of our lives. As I think about connecting with people, I think about living to serve. I love the word serve. It implies something beyond the script and demand of modern society. Serving is about grace. It's about gratitude, problem-solving, listening, and responding. It is not transactional, though, but it is exponential. It builds upon itself. The thing about serving is it's not only about giving to others, but learning to receive from them as well. Not one or another, but both. And that is the challenge. Because most of us are really good at one. We give like the widow giving her last two cents. We receive with a grateful heart. But you know what's next level living? To do both and know when to give and when to receive. You know, it's funny, looking back, I'm not sure why I didn't finish this monologue. Maybe it was too disjointed and I wasn't sure how to fix it. Or perhaps my past self knew that I would need it at some point in the future. As you think about using your creativity for good, the message of this episode is simple. Live. Go chase your curiosities in the real world. Combine them with the beauty and ugliness that exists simultaneously as we make our way from life to death. Let the dark and the light swirl together to create a new way forward. That's the power of imagination. And that's what it means to live. Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your life.